0: Flanders. no no
1: no he was hidely holy or doodly diddly heidi ho neighbors was um the tim allen show oh w- wilson who peeks over the fence the old man i guess you never see his face it's kind of a thing hmm. he peeks over the fence at the neighbors
0: i was never allowed to watch it
1: I you weren't allowed to watch Home Improvement? No. See, that's one of the things. My dad being as liberal and goofy as he was, I was allowed to watch a lot of T V shows and movies. I grew up watching Blood Sport and Godfather and I wasn't allowed to watch Care Bears or My Little Pony, but <laughs> <laughs> Murder and Mayhem was fine. It that was, was just okay. yes, it was magic and friendship that was
0: bad. Blood, guts were okay. Yep. Magic is bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, my mom did say frequently that ladies don't watch blood sport, and ladies' favorite movies aren't Backdraft or Godfather. You know, it was kind of a thing. Oh,
0: Backdraft. That's one we should watch with the boys.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Again, I grew up watching movies, a lot of man movies, as a matter of fact, but the things that were trending for my age group were
0: banished from my home. <laughs> I Introduced them to Roadhouse a couple weeks ago.
1: <laughs> that was fun. I oh, hadn't seen it in years, it was I great. I not
0: either. And I forgot how many
2: boobs, yes, were in the movie. that was.
1: I know I was surprised you were gonna let them watch it. I was like, oh, okay, I guess dad's being super chill. And then
2: we were like, watching oh it,
1: god. and they just kept looking at me like, oh my god, is dad okay? And I was like, I think he's kind of freaking out a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not like they're not practically grown and live in this world, they've Both seen taller than me, they've seen boobs before. Boobs. But yes, movies in the 80s, the standards were very, very different. They, yeah. And it's just funny because my dad even will all movies these days. And I'm like, really? Because it's worse, usually because there's, you know, a lesbian kiss or a homosexual interaction that's, you know, completely innocuous and age appropriate for children, etc. Mm-hmm. But because of that, it's bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, really? But they can watch, you know, you let me watch Roadhouse growing up. And that was totally fine. But... Right. Yes, my delicate sensibilities if men kiss on TV in a commercial.
0: Our oldest one, uh, Sam the Cowboy, the quintessential cowboy.
1: Sam Houston? No, Sam, what's his name?
0: He's the old bouncer. Yeah,
1: I know exactly who you're talking about. Sam, oh my goodness
0: should look it up while I talk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fine.
1: <clears throat> Elliot. It's Sam, Sam Elliot. I didn't even have to Google it. As soon as I picked up my phone, I was like, Sam Houston, who's that? Uh, that's a different, that's a, never. anyway.
0: But yeah, he, the oldest one was like, it was like that man.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Oldest son is, um, by at least he's just open to all sorts of loving ideas and he gets man crushes more so than lady crushes. And yeah, Sam Elliot is now on his list. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm. I and was like
0: macho dude movie, and uh, so yeah, they they really enjoyed it.
1: Yes, he was he was a fan because of course you know Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott fall on different spectrums of manly mm-hmm. manliness. Oldest boy was a huge fan of the movie.
0: He was. We all enjoyed it.
1: We did. It's it was good.
0: So, I'm departing from the moon for the moment saying goodbye to the moon but uh raven you're still talking about moon phases correct i am this i have is
1: my f- my final
0: phase phase 4
1: yeah i mean i i'm the final
0: countdown the
1: final countdown I might do a little bit more moon magic and a few things that I found that I thought were interesting that I'll include somewhere else, but I don't know that it would be a full-on series continuation, but it might be. But for sure, this is my last phase that I'm discussing. Okay. I don't want people to get tired of my series. I feel like four is plenty. Don't you?
0: It's been good. We've got a lot of people that have reached out, and so they've been enjoying it, so I'm all good with it.
1: Good. If you're happy, I'm happy.
0: If you're happy, I'm happy. Happy wife, happy happy life. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) Different sayings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, what I'm going to talk about for a second is kind of a recap of something we talked about last year. The Sabbath is coming around. Uh, We unfortunately will not be throwing a big shindig this time. Just time constraints and everything. Well,
1: it's just too darn hot.
0: I mean, it it genuinely, yeah,
1: it's genuinely too hot. Our dew point last week was higher than the Brazilian rainforest here in Oklahoma, and our heat index, heat index in places, got up to 126. Like it's just, it's ridiculous, and I don't want 50 people stuffed into my living room. The being outside makes the parties possible, and right now it's just, it's cruel to ask people to be outside.
0: Sit outside and I'm enjoy too.
1: It. I'm too hot. So, yes, you can do your own celebration. We'll pick back up for Maybon.
0: Now, in the first week of August, August 1st, August 2nd, is Lamas, or Lunasa. Um, a couple other ways that they, people say or pronounce it. It is the first of, um, back by the Celts, it was the first of the harvest festivals, and it marks the beginning of the harvest cycle. So this was a time of a lot of people equate it to death and rebirth because the crops are ending. This is the last harvest cycle uh, right before all this stuff starts to slow down, at least in that part of the world. And it's still hot and humid here. And like she said.
1: Oh, it's, it's miserable.
0: But this is a celebration or grain harvest. So anything that goes with breads and baking, uh, it picked up the nickname Loaf Moss because of all the loaves of bread. Yeah. So, cute little phrase with that. <laughs> now, one of these times we'll start going into the gods and goddesses of some of these uh, some of these holidays and events, and so a lot of gods of the underworld or death or split relationships come around when you talk about Loaf moss. Uh, Oralamas, and uh, like Demeter and Hades and Persephone and uh, several other other gods and goddesses about death and resurrection come through from Assyrians, Babylonians, Phoenicians, and so that's always nice to dig into. We ourselves not being deistic as much, um, but I like the lore of it and I like the stories and you know. A lot of times there's a lot of nuggets of wisdom in there. What?
1: Nothing. I'll save all of my rants for when I do um, Goddess series that I have coming up.
2: Yeah,
0: which is why I left it out, other than. I know. I was like, (sighs) saying that this is possible. Gotta
1: snort it back down. It's fine.
0: What are you snorting? Snurf it. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: Last week got a little spicy.
1: (laughs) You got a little spicy. I'm always spicy. It just doesn't come out
0: on the airwaves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you you did. Maybe this week will behave.
0: (laughs) So anything with bread, harvest, grains, uh, the Celtic god Lug, uh, the fire, sun, grain deity, uh, he was known to be a great fighter. And so games, competitions are good this time of year. Uh, Anything that you do with planting, growing, harvesting, uh, corn king, games with that. Um, are all fun and appropriate this time of year. And of course, food, drink, all this kind of stuff. Throwing corn everywhere, throwing corn of the cob at people is oh, yeah? a fun game. Yep.
1: It's a fun game. Yep. Okay, I'm going to test that theory this weekend and see how you like it.
0: You see my reflexes. Your reflexes? Matrix. Like the
1: Matrix. Oh, AV. You silly.
0: So, if you want a more in depth uh, overview, last year, episode 21 to be correct. Uh go back and listen to that episode so we don't rehash all the same stuff and enjoy that. So now you got some homework. Okay. Or you could Google or
1: Yeah, again, I recommend books over Google, but oh, yeah. what the heck do I know? You do you, boo.
0: YouTubers.
1: YouTube. I don't watch YouTube, but I've heard that I should watch YouTube things. I don't I should do YouTube and listen to more podcasts than I do, but I'm—I just—I'm a very busy person. Busy, busy. I'm busy, busy.
0: I've had um, <clears throat> and a I couple, prefer reading; it's a habit. Right. I've had a couple people ask us if we are going to start a YouTube channel.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Probably
0: not. I know that's what I tell them. I was like, Raven doesn't want to show her face everywhere. Even no, though it's not really.
1: Hot. I it is not. Um, yeah, it's not my thing
0: it's not your jam i
1: don't wish to be
0: known well i was discussing that with one listener and they were like well you could just record it and then make little puppets yes or there's, stick figures and there draw is them out like an that.
1: instagram celebrity who i think she sings i don't really honestly know exactly what all she does but i follow her because her husband is hilarious mm-hmm. and that's what he appears as is an emoji oh nice but I'm branching out. I actually posted a family picture of us in which is unknown today. So, that was kind of huge. I probably take it down as soon as I <laughs> have my wits about me.
0: <laughs> Gets a few more comments He's like nope, nope, nope. And
1: never mind, never mind, never mind. I take it back.
0: <clears throat> so, yeah. Or we could do just like Tiny
2: Chef.
1: <laughs> okay. Tiny Chef show on Instagram is another thing that everyone should follow because it kills me. It's so freaking <laughs> hilarious, which my sense of humor is stupid, so He's great. (laughs) Stop. I have things
0: to do. So, not much about llamas other than it's coming around and the wheel of the year shifts, the time shifts, time to switch up altars, decorations around the house, uh, crystals. Start
1: preparing for the heat to wane and for things to slow and calm again.
0: Less of the baking sun and all the fun. More of the baking bread. Wow, nice.
1: Ooh, though we could probably nice. bake bread right now. People are posting on their Facebooks about how they're baking cookies in their windshield, uh, on their dashboards, and in their oh uh, mailboxes.
0: <laughs> you do like eggs. I don't know. Uh, This also is a good time for hand fasting. This and um, what's the other?
1: Big wedding month.
0: Yeah, June. Beltane? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. yes, I'm sorry, Beltane. Yes, this and Beltane are big times where a lot of pagans will do hand-fasting uh, ceremonies.
2: They do. And
0: there's witch stock next weekend, Mm-hmm. and they're actually having a minister there where you can go and get Your vend. hands fasted. Mm-hmm. Your hands tied Fast together. Fast your
1: hands. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. So, it is still a... Holiday, a recognized holiday in Ireland, even though we don't hear uh, one of the earliest ones around that they talked about. And so, yeah, Corn King, look that stuff up.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, or just listen to last year's podcast. episode 21. Episode 21.
0: I don't know how good it was. Know. Going back to listen like the first two or three, we we're like, "Oh my god, um, can we record those again?" <laughs>
1: no, again, it's fine. I remember the night that I had to record that first episode and the daunting task that lay before me and I definitely didn't have time to process it. So I'm pretty proud of how I held up honestly because mm-hmm. again, I was not supposed to be the co host of this podcast.
0: And look at you now.
1: There was someone who they'd already got everything done and then they yeah,
0: We'd recorded the first episode and then they I'd freaked
1: out and it was ready to go. I was ready to upload it. And they Months were like before, yep. And um, that night, Bear was like, Okay, I'm not putting it up because he's backed out. So I guess you're my co host until I find another one. And he has yet to find another one. So
0: I kind of like you. You so. like me? And the audience likes you. So. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I just popped my knuckles. That's what that sound was. He's going to get on to me when he edits later. Crackle lack. Sorry. Jeez. I don't lack the crackling. I'm very old.
0: <laughs> you sent me an Instagram reel it was a lady dancing.
1: <laughs> I did. I'm and millennials dancing grrr. and everything. Snaps and pops. It's a mm. thing. Um, anywho, I, am I allowed to talk now?
0: I suppose. Okay. I'm
2: hours.
1: covering the waning moon this week. And our waning moon is all about healing magic and self-reflection. Um, it's about reflection and release of what is no longer serving us. A lot of people say um, that they feel drained during this time of, of the month. And I would have to agree with that. Um I've had a lot of people recently posting like what is going on with the moon what is happening and even mm-hmm. my sister um the other day was like something's up with the moon and yada yada and I was like yes you know nice. um, uh so a lot of people can notice a decline in energy during uh the waning moon um
0: also just the friggin' heat but
2: <laughs> you?
1: but mean. it's um Again, energy is felt differently with all of us. Um, And for some people, the release that comes, your coaster is sucked to the bottom of your cup. I'm afraid it's going to fall and hit you. No, I got it. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Me and my coffee. Uh, Always. Um, So again, this time of the month, the release and everything that comes with it can be freeing to some. So you might have a little influx in energy. But for the most part, people report a waning of energy. Um, this is the time that we sit and we look to banish all of our evil influences. We lessen and remove obstacles from our path. The exes. Um, Yes. <laughs> well, and we focus on, you know, even physical illnesses as well as our spiritual illnesses. Um, it's a good time to neutralize enemies. And you mm. want to, you know, work on removing harm. And you want to do those spells while it's waning because, again, the same as waxing, you want to do spells that require the building of energy mm-hmm. and for waning you want to do spell work that requires the lessening of things you know the lessening of illness and woes and conflict and ego and all of those things it's also a time to reap what you've been sowing and kind of sit in that lazy river of the universe you know oh, lazy river and somebody had asked, and I should have said last week, so when you are looking at the moon and you don't have an app, or if you don't want to look at your app, if you just want to know when you look, if you raise your right hand and make a C in the sky... I solemnly swear. That's a C. Oh, C. And if the C is the same shape as the moon, if mm-hmm. the crescent cups into your palm, that is a waxing moon, where if you do it with your left hand, it's considered a waning moon. Oh, yeah, so um, left hand is waning. And again, our left side, metaphysically, is where our hearts reside. And even the ancients knew that your heart was on your left side. So that's why they call witchcraft, you know, the left hand path. Because mm. it was thought if you were left handed, that was a sign that you were supposed to be different. You were supposed to be a seer or a wise one or etc. You're left handed. I am left handed. But... Um, Again, when the church came in and the scriptures talked about the hearts of man and especially the verse, you know, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, um, that shifted, you know, so around the
0: 1400s. According to scripture, I'm over here like,
2: oh, it hurts.
1: I know. <laughs> um, around the 1400s, again, when all of the witchcraft trials and things started to really gear up and that kind of took the forefront in most people's minds and they were trying to Kind of nip things in the bud. Even children were discouraged from using their left hand hmm. up until you know the seventies. They discouraged using your left hand. My brother was supposed is you know was supposed to be left handed, and he was retrained in school to use his right hand. Um, but they obviously by the time I was in school in the eighties, they stopped doing that because I I never knew any different. I knew that they struggled teaching me penmanship, but I really didn't understand why. I was like, I don't (laughs) understand why everyone else is stressing out about how I write. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Which again is just my adolescent brain at the time. I was like, I don't understand why this is a problem for you because it's obviously my problem. I'm the one who has to learn how to do this. And I don't know why you're taking it so personally.
0: Speaking of right and left hands, a funny story. (laughs) So I've always tried to, improve myself. Even at a young age, I was always reading books far, far ahead of my grade. I was I was in church, knew I was going to Bible college, so I was listening to motivational speakers, you know, that kind of stuff and ways to increase your brain capacity. And one of the things I found was if you train yourself to use your non-dominant hand as well, then mm-hmm. those pathways expand and you're able to do more things. So I think it was end of elementary in junior high and a little bit of high school maybe early that i'm right-handed that i tried to write and play catch uh tried to work with my left hand more mm-hmm. and it succeeded decently my handwriting is not great right-handed so you can imagine oh, my be. left-handed looks handwriting. like you write with your toes <laughs> i mean I, I should be a doctor my <laughs> you penmanship. should you, you missed it mm-hmm. missed my calling it was yeah. nothing, if, the blood I can't do, but if you need me to sign something like a doctor, <laughs> I'm your man. Yes. So, so yeah, for, for a couple of years there, I tried playing catch with my right, my, my left hand and writing with my left hand and yeah. No,
1: I never tried any of that. I am so left-handed. It's, it's a crime. Like my right hand is almost completely useless. I have done a disservice to it. <laughs> um. Anyway, the three days after our dark moon is the most powerful time uh, for spell work. And that's when you really want to um, put your attentions out that, you know, will manifest at our next full moon. But for our waning moon, the operative word here is decrease. And the moon is decreasing. We're wanting to decrease our aches and pains and misery and woe. This is the kind of like the after Math of climax is the time you sit back with your cigarette (laughs) (laughs) and you contemplate the energy that you just spent. You know, you really, this is where, um, yeah, you sit back and you're like, you reflect and you find the value and think about all the expenditures that you've put out. You gather your (laughs) thoughts before movement again. And you take stock, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) you take stock, you decompress, um, you come to terms with all of the recent events that have taken place in your life, even the good ones, you know, like having a baby, uh, finding a new lover or a great connection for, with friends, moving into a new home, graduation, all of these things are energy and energy is energy and it's energy spent, whether it's good or bad. Um, magical mug works is always, um, touting that. And I agree with it and I love it. Like even a day spent in bliss is taxing and you need to, uh, rest from it. Even if you've had a great month and everything's been good, this is a time that you get to sit and reflect on what you've gained and show gratitude and just kind of flow into the universe. You know, the things that Bear absolutely hates to do, the sit and work with the ebbs And this is definitely, this is, yes, this is your ebbing time. You know, even the wealthy and the blessed need rest. You know. uh, Even
0: God a rest on the seventh day. Mm. Shut up. Mm. You
1: know, uh, (laughs) suicides and misery and depression amongst, you know, the wealthy is prevalent. You know, it does not mean the more that you have, the happier you are. And just because you have all of the money and have all of the things and take all of the trips does not mean that you're not still taxed and you're not still exhausted and drained emotionally. And it doesn't mean that you're fulfilled spiritually. So this is a time to really sit with yourself and not look at what you're lacking and not look at uh, anything other than the blessings that you have right now and sit and let that energy kind of ebb out and really reflect on where you've been. It's a time for increased dreaming, which let me tell you, I've been hopping with my dream interpretations lately. I did four this Mm -hmm. week, and it's the waning moon brings us our dreams and our visions, you know, our prophetic psychic visions. Um, Your paranormal experiences can increase this time of the month, you know, Mm -hmm. which again, I have them so frequently. What do I know? It feels it feels normal to have frequent paranormal experiences. Um, but it's a liminal time, and it's time for a transition, a time to reflect on all of your gained wisdom and all of the gains that you made um, through your spell work and through, you know your working life and your waking life. Um, it's allowing yourself time to heal emotionally and physically. Again, this is a good time for people to allow their bodies to heal and rest. You know, with rest is the only time our cells turn over and the only time our body renews itself is in sleep. And hitting a REM cycle is the only time that our body really does a good reset for our brains and our minds. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm telling uh, my clients that all the time because, again, as people decline at end of life, their family starts to worry about the amount of sleep that they're doing, and I keep telling them it takes more to make more, you know, it takes more rest to increase energy at, um, that time of your life. And this is a time where we want to do that. This is a time where you catch up on your sleep, you catch up on your meditations, you sit and watch your favorite shows and you just allow yourself to be, you know, you don't have to focus on, um, all of the building that we do around our full and waxing moons. This moon's um, energy is very protective of us. It guards us while we sit, and it guards us while we reflect. It takes the time to really... It allows us to take the time to really feel ourselves, our body, soul, and mind. We're, you know, our moon we've referred to as goddess, and it's definitely mother energy to father-son. So, you know, you're guarded by your mother moon, and it gives you time to smell the roses, kind of. You know, take the time... And smell the roses on your magical path and just kind of meander and see where it takes you. This is a hard time for those who have control tendencies.
2: Why are you looking
1: at me? Or have a pushy personality. It's the time when working on those issues is the easiest. It's the time, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> it's the time when working on those things is easiest for you. You know, if you struggle with control and if you struggle with control issues and you you struggle being a pushy person and forcing your way into situations and you know it's something to work on, work on it, especially at the waning moon. This is hmm. a time for a decrease of those ego and controlling tendencies um and again we're we're just more receptive at this time just like the waxing moon it helps build and increase our energy and excitement the waning moon allows us to kind of sit and reflect and let go of some things that we're working on cuz you know force hinders growth and when you try to force something to grow it usually sets it back a little bit you know over tended plants die just as much as under tended plants And you can't force something into love any more than you can, you know...
0: What? I'm just listening.
1: Oh. Anyway, so far as you mentioned farming, which I thought was interesting, um, you know, with llamas and what's he... Waning moon is when farmers cleared the fields. And I remember um, my grandfather using the term lie-follow, like the fields were lying and follow. So it's a time where they turn over all of the soil uh they usually um, will do soybeans and things like that and then till it into the soil and just let it sit Mm -hmm. um and it's a time for the soil to rest and recalibrate return to a normal ph balance is what actually happens and you know metaphysically it's a time the same for us it's a time to just tend our soil and just let it sit don't plant anything new don't focus on what did grow and what hasn't grown and don't even you don't even have to think about really what you want to plant yet if you don't want to. Just tend your soil, turn it over, and let it rest. let ya let your roots really sink into you know better tilled soil. That's how we work. it's how our earth works. you know, plant and how we function are tied in very closely.
0: Um, That's why we follow the cycles.
1: Yes, exactly. It's a time when a lot of root vegetables are planted. Um, if during the waxing moon you made big shifts, then the waning is a sim- is a time to just kind of sit and stay the course. Um, like I said earlier, the lazy river of the universe, it's a time to just let it pull you along while you relax and you just kind of settle into it. Again, something that's not easy for people with control issues. And I thought what came to me and why I used the lazy river analogy was teaching my boys to swim. I taught them the first thing I taught them was the dead man's float. Like if Mm -hmm. you fall into water, face up and float, if you relax into it and don't struggle against it, you're more likely to be able to survive. You're always likely able to survive if you float in the water versus try to tread the water because treading water, you become exhausted and, you're more, you're more likely to be pulled under by the waves, and that works. Or sharks. Or, well, again, we're not dealing with sharks right now. But um, you're more likely to drown if you fight it. And same thing with our universe. You're more likely to drown if you fight it. If you relax into it and allow it to hold you up and float along in its pattern and with its ebbs and flows, you're mm-hmm. much more likely to survive longer. And this is a time to do your dead man's float. Ooh. This is a time to just relax and be carried along with
0: it. Don't do it. No, yeah. no, 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 Don't do no, anything.
1: No, no. Um. And what? I thought you were going to say something.
0: Uh, sharks. You're saying sharks. I I didn't say sharks. <laughs> you sharks. said sharks.
1: <laughs> sharks. <laughs>
0: oh my um, gosh. I just saw a preview of Meg 2 and oh yeah it's which exciting. we enjoyed the first one
1: so entertaining
0: even though it's not just a spectacularly amazing movie it was just oh funny. yeah no
1: it's dumb most shark movies are but I love and them then
0: and then the group the casting they have and then the idea and then I saw um, the next one that comes out like in a week or two and I was like oh my god we gotta go see it and it's to me. It looks like just a higher budget Sharknado at this point. But oh my goodness! It looks terribly. Well, heck, and funny. Sharknado
1: was popular and super fun too. Oh yeah. What do we know? I again, as long as I'm entertained, I don't care. I don't. I don't pretend you. to be highfalutin. Um, our moon orbits counterclockwise towards Venus and towards the planet of love and values during this time. So it's a good time to be, allow yourself to be pulled into self-love and self-care and, you know, the love of others. This is a good time to see where that new relationship is going and, you know, not force things, but allow the universe to guide you. The Sumerian goddess Inanna began her descent into the underworld, usually at this time, of the month this time of shedding precludes transformation um and intimacy is gained within our core self during our waning moon if you allow again if you allow it and allowing is all about this moon decrease allowing going with the flow ebbing all of that is what the focus is Mm -hmm. for this moon i don't know why you're glaring at me so much it's a good time to cultivate your patience or do some simple tasks you know I was reading in one of our um, magical lifestyle books and it said that during the waning moon it's good to each day of it clean out one thing you know empty a box clean out one drawer um, do one good thing for yourself that helps declutter things and clear your mind. Don't just rip everything out and throw it on the bed. No. and it, yeah. It, <laughs> oh gosh. The Marie Kondo way is not the way to go during your waning moon. You will be overwhelmed <laughs> and freak out very soon. Um, but and again, empty, bed's full. if you don't want to do that, then don't. If it's something that's been bothering you and something that you've been focusing on, the waning moon is a good time because again, it's about decrease and declutter, Um, It's not about chores and projects, but again, it gives you time to sit with yourself and go through each item one at a time and decide what brings value and what doesn't. And, you know, if you make that a practice every waning moon to do one good thing for yourself and one good thing to improve the way that your daily life functions, then it'll make your life much easier. You know, it decreases your stress and your anxiety surrounded by, you know, outings and just being in your home at all. It's a good time to do your meal prep and things like that. Like get things ready for um, yourself, make yourselves, make your life a little bit easier. Nice. I have, oh, I wrote down on my notes, stop doing things you don't like for people who don't treat you well, (laughs) which was a note, which was a note to myself. And I was, it was something that I again, came to me as I was doing my daily life and I also happened to be going back and forth in my notes and I was like, ah, I'm sure more people than me need to hear that because I'm a, I am ai have a hard time. Um, acts of service is a big love language for me and I mm-hmm. have a hard time reining that in and I am also far too... People pleasing at times Mm -hmm. And again I'd like to say It's self-sacrificing But it isn't It's the need to have people happy with you And it's toxic And it's not necessary Um, And some people I'm never going to please You are never going to please everyone And I don't need to keep expending my energy To people who don't like me Or appreciate the things I do When I have so many people who do like me And do appreciate the things I do So if I have a need To do a service for a friend, if I have extra energy that I'd like to give to someone, and if you have extra energy you'd like to give to someone, give it to someone worthy. Give it to yourself even, you know, put it Mm -hmm. in that drawer clean out, which I probably should have done. (laughs) Note to self. um, I've got some energy for you. I did not do...
0: I said, I got some energy for you.
1: Oh, my gosh. I did not do mantras. (sighs) I know. I might post some in the Facebook. I had a really, really rough um, work week this week. My patient is declining heavily and sleep was sparse for the both of us this week. And I just, I really struggled. And so I will will come up with some waning moon mantras and put them in the Facebook group for those of you who are in the Facebook group. Um, But the stones that I uh, thought would resonate with people, because, again, I'm trying not to use the same stones for everything, but you can use a lot of the same stones for almost everything. The first one I did was clear quartz because, again, that's kind of the rosemary of crystals. You know, Mm -hmm. it's good for everything. It's our master healer, and it's to purify and cleanse. And it also increases the power of a lot of stones that it's near. So powers them up. it powers them up, um, but yes, it's for healing. So again, this is a time to sit and let your body rest, let your body heal physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, it's a time to just sit. Um, bloodstone is for purification and it helps clear negative energies. So, you know, keep your bloodstones with you if you have them. Black tourmaline is represents seeds of change and the seeds of change that have been sown and it's helps you to remain grounded tethered to the earth as you drift into the universal flow i must have been feeling very metaphysical when i wrote that
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right now our gardens i posted in which is about gardening and i this time of year is one of my favorites because again it's normally it starts to cool off about now and all of my little plants are propagating and their little fuzzy heads are getting ready to you know send off new little seedlings And this is the time that our gardens are receiving the seeds and the propagations from the flowers that are already there to be renewed next year. Like our earth already plans for next spring starting around this time, around llamas. And it's a good time just to water in your seeds, you know, let them lay. Um, Dandelion I picked as one of the herbs for this time of year because um, as I was thinking about propagation and watering in seeds, you know, dandelions represent growth and healing and hope in their yellow phase. And then as they um, blossom out into their little white feathers, they represent growth and um, propagation and prosperity. And that's kind of how, you know, we blow on the dandelions. And, you know, it's an old adage that you blow on the dandelions and you make a wish. hmm and it's the dandelion's wish to propagate. So when you blow it, it lands where it's supposed to, it lands where it will, it's watered in, some of them take, and that's how, you know, we do all of the things that we do. We allow ourselves to be blown into the wind and to land where we're supposed to land and seed in, where, seed in where we're supposed to take root. And this is a time to just kind of flow on the wind and see where it takes you.
0: Why is it when you were growing up were dandelions like fun for kids but hated for adults?
1: Yes, my dad would get angry every time we blew. Mine, yeah, mine because, would too. But it's because they propagate. If you blow one, then you're going to have dandelions everywhere. Right. That was the point.
0: We were always like, ooh, smash, blow, throw them everywhere. Yes, which and is... And like,
1: stop it. Yes, which the that's why, because they will take over. And my dad didn't care if we did it in the fields because the cows loved them and they were good for the goats and, you know, yada, yada. But in our little courtyard area, you know, the acre that he kept mowed and looking like a lawn, Mm -hmm. um, he did not want dandelions there. I don't know why. Again, it's I think it's kind of that it's part of that socialization that we went through. I mean, I could do a whole episode on the scam of the American lawn and.
2: Ooh,
0: maybe you should. I,
1: I just might. You know, all of the things that a lot of people suppress in their yards. Most people's lawns, you know, just grow grass for the most part these days. Um, but I like to let my yarrow grow and the wild carrot and the clover, clover. and. Yep. The milk thistle and all of those things that are classified as weeds that are actually medicine um, and good things for spell work and good things to just keep in your home that you can use for tea. Again, all of these things. um, Yeah, I'll, I'll make an episode
0: about it. I think you should.
1: That we yes, it's part of that control.
0: Because growing up, you mow it all down, especially for male masculinity, a clean yard lines in the, in yes, the grass it's
1: order or... and control it's all about control mm. and yes the the propagation of plants is about release and not having control and going with our earth cycles and our wind cycles and mm. yeah i'll so do far. something on how i how powerfully i feel about the american lawn scam soon. Tune in for that. Because, you know, even with some of my clients are like, oh, pull that weed out. And I'm like, that is not a weed. Like, Mm -hmm. that is valuable and useful. And again, it's it's all about appearances. And...
0: You are much more into the herbs and greenery than I am. Um, So I've learned a lot from you over the years. But, yeah, all the stuff in the yard, uh, you know, I was raised mow it down, weed it out, you know, put the killer on it of whatever. So it's just Flat green grass, the pretty green grass. Which is
1: one of the only things that's actually kind of useless other than, you know, soil protection.
0: And then, but now if you come to our house or you see our yard, we've got patches everywhere. is
1: I mow pathways, because again, I like some order from chaos, but yes, I grow lots of flowers. I let my wild clover grow. I have wild yarrow and... <laughs> I, I put out pumpkins after saw one last year in my flower bed, and now I have pumpkins growing across my yard, and I love mm-hmm. it. I told in my boys, yard. I was like, if you touch my pumpkin vines when you're weed-eating, you know, I'm like, you're allowed to pull the grass, and I have to show them what they're allowed to do because they can't tell the difference. And I'm like, this is this, and this is this, and if you touch this, you're dead. You know, so I have to show them the difference. I'm like, grass, that's all I want cut is grass. Grass can be trimmed. Everything else, leave alone.
0: Sometimes they'll ask me, I was like, uh, ask your mom. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sure. I know. I don't want to go down for that
1: one. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Anyway,
0: so, yeah. so now our yard has pockets of yes. Yeah, pockets that stick of joy. Up I love it so much. While and the rest is mowed down. Yes,
1: and our little dog loves it. He likes to romp through my clover. He's he's adorable. He feels like he's a an explorer. Um, anyway, burdock was my next um, Herb that I was doing And burdock is actually a root And it's for blood purification It increases circulation on their skin's surface It's also an aphrodisiac Because anything that increases circulation Increases circulation um, it's good for skin <laughs> inflammation. It supports the protective systems of our body. And again, this is all about health and wellness and doing good things for yourself. And I'm not trying to give you medical advice, but, you know, I take burdock root as a supplement. Um, you can burn it for your wellness manifestations. Again, this is just information to do with as you will. This is not medical advice. Um, also, hawthorn berry, which is one of the most sacred trees in the Celtic religion, in the Celtic pagan belief system Mm -hmm. um, and their mythology, it symbolizes love and protection and the flowers represent happiness, hope, and faith. And again, it's something that you can brew as a tea, you can take as a supplement, or you can burn during your rituals that have to do with happiness, hope, and faith or with love and protection.
0: I can, I can picture a lot of our audience, The uh, ladies and men like, oh, burdock root? They start mixing it in with their coffees and teas.
1: (laughs) Um, Actually, dandelion and there's a couple of other things that you can combine to use as a coffee substitute. Um, Mm. Dandelion tea is one of the things that people say is most similar to the way coffee makes you feel.
0: Well, I meant more for the circulation and the oh for the aphrodisiac
1: effect. Oh gosh, yes, be careful. <laughs> Again, like, why if am anything, I so horny today? What if, did you do to me? If anything lasts for more than four hours, seek medical help.
0: <laughs> if if what lasts for more than four hours?
1: Any increased circulation that you're having a hard time releasing, <laughs> you should need to seek medical help. And okay. also, don't use it for that. Don't like, listen to Bear. He is not a doctor. Like we said, he just writes prescriptions. I have the handwriting like a doctor. <laughs> gonna write everyone a prescription for burdock
0: <laughs> i play one on tv
1: oh my goodness <laughs> anyway i'm done i i am a loser and i did not write mantras
0: don't say negative i things
1: apologize about i oh, i mean i'm a winner and i didn't there write you go. mantras i just i was yes work this week was very taxing and it's a wonder i got any notes done
0: you did great thanks so i'll end with a little life event that i did this last weekend and as you know, I love to support our local communities um, in the Facebook group. I posted five ladies that I've done multiple shows with that I really enjoy being around and got to see them all this weekend. And they're all part of they either listen to the podcast and they're in the group. So that was a big shout out for them. Appreciate what they do and just being friendly and nice and supporting us. Mm-hmm. So we like our friends. We do. This weekend I got to make some new friends and that's the White Rabbit Collective. They yes. are Justin and Brittany and they just got back from Peru and working with shamans out there. They do a lot of work with plant medicine, breath work, uh Which cold is bath, funny
1: because the night sorry, the night plunge. the night before um our or his what's he? His ritual. I went to a doula cafe, um, so i didn't get to go to the ceremony but we bears teaching me tarot like we're trying to exchange services he and i and i'm teaching him oh we're exchanging some, services oh my gosh no. i'm teaching him <laughs> mediumship and um a few other things that i do you know but he is going through the tarot because i read tarot intuitively i don't know what all of the cards mean and I only have one deck that speaks to me. And we were going through and he was, you know, what all do you see? And whatever card I had pulled, there were white rabbits. And I was like, oh, white rabbits. Oh, I feel like this is, you know, a nudge towards you because I've, he was kind of on the fence about going. And I was like, I definitely feel like this is a sign that you're supposed to go to the White Rabbit Collective <laughs> <laughs> um, event tomorrow. Because we heard about them and had been encouraged to meet them. Um, and I wanted to, but again, I had prior obligations. Anytime there's a death doula cafe, I'm there. Um, it's such needed work. And if you, um, are ever interested in those, if you follow the death doula duo, um, Sarah Kovash and Jennifer O'Neill, um, head up, well, that's just the two of them. So they head up their little project and doing great work that's needed and, um, I, anytime they're anywhere, I like to be there. So I didn't go, but I saw White Rabbits on my card and I was like, ah, the universe is telling me that you need to go. And he was like, dang it. Which again, he went and every time he goes anywhere that he's not feeling like he should, he ends up being over the moon that he did. So same as me, you know, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: he drags me into brunch at 11. I'm like, we're leaving at noon and we leave at three. You know, it's just... It was was an interesting little nudge.
0: It was. So I get there, and I'd been told about this couple before by some other friends um, of ours, and they like, you have to meet this other couple. And I was like, okay, okay, one of these times I will. And then, like she said, she had the experience with the cards, and then uh, something that next day when we went to Walker Wellness, uh, she spoke to Ramona, and they were like, Bear has to go. Yes. She was
1: like, you guys need to come. And I was like, well, I can't. she's like, and I said, but Bear doesn't have anything to do tomorrow. And she's like, oh my goodness. I know. I was
0: like, three hours to myself. The house is empty. I can just sit there and chill. I was like, yes.
1: And it said you went and chilled in a bucket of ice water. And I did. (laughs) And it was great.
0: So it was my first time meeting these, uh, these two people, this couple, and energy was great. Uh, Very earthy, very grounded, just good, positive, good humans. And, we started with four people and yes, I asked eight. if they
1: did, if they were witches and he said, no. And I was like, are they light workers? He's like, no, I think they're just kind of crunchy, <laughs> which yeah. I loved that description. I was like, ah, they're my jam. I love it. Crunchy.
0: Yeah. So we go through the ceremony and it was uh plant medicine hape, which I hadn't heard about before. And it really, I posted about it on Instagram and Facebook today in preparation for this. And it really like it lit up my nose. Like it, to me, it kind of burned my nose a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it and kind then, of
1: scared me when he told me that because I was like, maybe I don't want to do it because I don't like burning nose pain.
0: Mm-hmm. Your sinuses, then up into your brain, and just kind of lights up that side of your brain. They do it one at a time, and so they they help facilitate with that. And as you're sitting with it, of course, they keep doing the breath work. They keep breathing with you, you know, so you're focused on something other than what's going on. And then you sit in that energy as you have both of your nostrils. For me, they were on fire at the moment and trying not to cough. I feel like, like the cinnamon challenge a couple of years ago, like when you suck that in and it burns and then you end up coughing it all out. So it just, um, but it, what it does is it, it lights you up and almost made me float away. And so I I stayed. I chose to stay in my body instead of floating away. But it was Working on myself, and then as we
1: maybe you should float away because again that's what losing control and relaxing into the lazy river of the universe it's all about. Do your dead man's float into the
0: universe? Float off and yep. So we sit with the breath work as each person takes their turn in these freezing cold, like subthermal <laughs> ice bath, and. As you get in, uh, so Brittany's doing a great job, you know, it was warm outside, it was hot, noon, and she's watching over everybody, getting them cold towels, I mean, these guys are professionals, this was not near their first time, they're expanding their practice and doing it at other facilities instead of just their residence. so, and they also do home visits, so if this is something you want to do, look up White Rabbit Collective, and seek them out, find out where they're going to be. And I'm telling you, it was an incredible experience and just them and the ceremony itself. As you, as you get in the water, Justin's there helping you push through the breathing as you're literally like shaking, freezing. And I get in the water and, and it's about stomach high for me anyway. And then as he counts you down, he said, Okay, three big breaths and, and then you'll go down to your shoulders. So I follow suit, I go down to my shoulders, like, Oh my God, now it's really cold. But the point of it is I mean, and Raven would know the a lot of the medical benefits as well of an ice plunge, an ice bath, you know, they yes. do a lot for athletes for mm-hmm. inflammation, uh for uh, people that struggle with like arthritis in their hands and feet and just it helps you shut off your brain and focus on your body, which is one thing that I struggle with is just, I'm in my head, I'm a technician, I fix things all the time. And so I tend to be more right brain. So as we're going through this process, again, he's just sitting there looking, it's like, all right, breathe with me, follow me. So you're focused on something other than your body freaking out in the moment. Uh, so I went on the first time, came back up, he helps you recenter, catch your breath because you come up just shaking cold, at least my experience was, and then going down the second time, and at that time it changed for me, so of course it feels like you're kind of floating in this chamber that you're in, so that was neat, and then you hear the music, they have this uh, beautiful, like, almost tribal music going on with drums and Mm -hmm. everything going on at the same time, and you can hear it just reverberating through this uh, tub of water that you're in, so it makes it really... Ethereal, almost as you're completely well, plunged. Well, one of this the benefits space. of a
1: cold plunge is that you get that huge spike in your dopamine levels. Yes. You know, that's one of the things that people talk about. It is yes, it's miserable, but it's also elating. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get this huge dopamine hit, and then you get this instant stress relief, and so it's kind of a painful euphoria. You know, right? If and that's why yeah. that's why people you know who live near the ocean like to do their cold morning swims and even when we're in ireland in the summertime and it's only 70 degrees outside you know that water's freezing people Mm -hmm. run past us in swimsuits and um there's a lot of known benefits and uh a lot of supposition that in that our longevity is increased by doing cold plunge baths you know it helps regulate hormones it's good for um your metabolism um it's good for your lymphatic drainage. I don't remember all of the facts, but like it's just there's so many benefits to doing it.
0: Yeah. So it was... So the whole time he's coaching you through this and then the second time I went under, instead of feeling the cold all over my body, it started turning to heat on me. Like It, it, it exchanged energy and, and all of a sudden it was a different sensation throughout my body. And so that was wild. And then I come back up again. We recenter. And then he's like, You want to go again? You're done. I was like, One more time, let's go. And so I go under again, and it's just the feeling is incredible. I highly encourage you to do that one for the medical benefits um, of what a cold plunge is. Well, can yeah, do when your body
1: you. feels good, your spirit feels good.
0: Mm-hmm. And they, they say they do this process a couple times a week. Uh, you know, you can do this once every two weeks, is what it, about the time it takes before it resets with the things that it elevates in your in your body and your mind and helps out with. So it is something that can be done continuously. And uh, even one of the things he mentioned was um, how much better you feel, the stress. And I noticed getting out that my body was less tense. I hold stress and tension in upper shoulders and neck. And I noticed getting out that I was much more relaxed. Even though you're literally shocking your body and feeling like you're going crazy, you walk out and you're like, oh, feel better I should be in pain but I'm not and um, he says it helps with weight loss even uh, yes because it it,
1: helps increase your metabolism mm -hmm. it (laughs)
0: just shocks everything back to factory settings almost uh, yeah
1: (laughs) I'm sure it did Um, cold and wet is my least favorite combination so I'm sure it would benefit me but I would I would struggle it's probably best honestly that I do it in summertime so mm-hmm. if they have another one
0: i'll go do it yeah because when i got out and sitting there in the sun because before the sun was baking you <laughs> um, <laughs> and then afterwards yeah. like oh yeah, this go is from, fine.
1: yeah the depths of hell to the frozen tundra and back mm-hmm.
0: so talking to them afterwards again just really good people really interesting and uh, the drive they have to help facilitate those kind of things to help people at it was great. So that's Justin and Brittany, White Rabbit Collective. Look them up on socials. Find when they're doing events. Um, book an event at your house. And uh, it's just the birds.
1: You know, I got to go beat up a scissor tail that's trying to beat up my cat. <laughs> we have the door or the window open to the meadow room because it's so cold in here. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the cicadas, which I love the sound of the cicadas. But I know that bird, and he's trying to – whoop up on kevin so i need to go out and kick some bird ass yep because <laughs> kevin's not even bothering it like it i know it has a nest i get it but kevin has not even gone near it and it will come up on my patio trying to chase my cat it does I'm gonna choke its little bird neck not really i don't i don't harm anything i won't even kill most bugs like but True. i go out and she shoo calls me. <laughs> i shoo it away what
0: she calls me <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I usually don't because I don't want you to smash it I tried to get our youngest son to catch a cricket earlier and I was like okay never mind I'll get it later because I didn't want the cats to rip its legs off but I was like you're gonna hurt it trying to catch it so just leave it alone I'll catch it later (laughs) but anyway
0: but yeah that was my experience this weekend at Walker Wellness with with White Rabbit Collective (laughs) and yeah a lot of fun (laughs) interesting experience and I look forward to doing more events with them and seeing how they grow and prosper. So anything else from you, my love?
1: Not a thing.
0: All right, guys, thanks for listening and, uh, follow us on social medias, which is unknown and the black bear of tarot on Facebook, Instagram. If you think of some good topics or something you want us to talk about, let us know, email us, write us, call us, you know, send messages or find us out in public.
1: Yeah. I feel like they're doing, pretty good about that right now i feel like we get a lot of good feedback Mm -hmm.
0: so it just keeps growing so spread the word indubitably to all the unknown witches let -hmm. them know you Mm -hmm. have a community you have a place you have a voice and you Mm -hmm. have a safe space yeah do all right guys we'll see you next week Bye. bye